Welcome to Fire and Soul. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, former TV retail host turned digital CEO of a seven-figure coaching and training business. Fire and Soul is a weekly dose of personal and professional principles to help you take inspired action from an awakened soul for epically aligned results. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered and transformational podcast. I believe the universe rewards the brave and that I'm here to awaken you to your infinite potential with less hustle, grit and grind, more ease, grace, and flow. You ready? Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. And if you're brand new, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so grateful for our growing community of inspired action takers from an awakened soul for epically aligned results. And we keep it super real around here. I hadn't released a new episode in about four weeks, but I did release one last week after that hiatus because I was going through post-launch PTSD, three launches back to back to back. I think it was in the course of six weeks I had launched three programs and scaled each and every one of them like 10x beyond anything I'd ever experienced before. So there's a lot of growing pains to say the least. And so I hopped on the mic and I just shared very, very candidly what I was going through and how I contributed to the high levels of stress. And so as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you this week, and I'm feeling so much more like ironed out from the inside, like smoothed out. My mind, body, and soul feels aligned again. By the way, it never changed. It's just that I was giving meaning and texture to some stress. And, you know, it just things escalate when it, it becomes like this runaway train when we're not aligned or conscious to that we are always aligned. Does that make sense? Because it's, it's a paradox. We're always whole except our experience of that will feel fractured when we are highly distracted, stressed, tensed, tense, triggered, all the things. So it brought me to this full awareness today as I am feeling so much more aligned and how I measure feeling aligned is when I'm feeling expansive, expansive and free. And then I experience a natural joy. Like I can laugh easier. I'll smile at my neighbors and I just feel freed up energetically. I don't feel tight and tense and small and contracted. So that for me is always a barometer and life flows better, right? When we get into that rhythm and that frequency of all is well, wow, look at my life. I'm so blessed. But I was thinking about how I got here and I was like, wow, this is the stuff, you know, I share on the mic. It's stuff that I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to learn in life, business and spirituality, which of course, it's all a spiritual game. So that's the premise. And yet, of course, we can all get unconscious and forget and then be unresourceful in the moments. But it still brought me to this thought of like, gosh, how does the highest version of ourselves think? Or another way to say that is, how does the next level of you think? And I don't really have the answer for everyone, but I can tell you what's been working for me. And it seems to be a consistent theme with the people that I respect and admire the most. And especially for those who are entrepreneurs or own their own business, because that is a whole different level of mindset 
than anything I've ever experienced because I'm still fairly new at it, less than three years. And so I was like, wow, you know, in order to make quantum leaps, anytime I've, I've ever truly grown as I have been building this business and growing this mission, it has required me to think differently. But at the core of it always is my willingness to surrender and trust. Now that seems so simple and trite that you're like, girl, are you kidding me? Like the next version of me or the next high levels, you know, of, of the next level of how I think is just to surrender. Yes, <laughs> that's it. To trust, right? Because in life so far, everything has worked out and I would bet it has worked out better than you could imagine. Even those really, really hard, hard moments have grown you, have been a gift, have been a lesson. And oftentimes, of course, that contrast of what you would never want to repeat again grew you the most. When I think about uh, when I was working on air at QVC, well, it was then called HSN, and I started in the overnights. And I personally, my whole life, haven't really ever been a night owl. Like I'll usually go to bed like around 10, maybe 11, uh, if I'm watching a really good movie or something. And then, of course, if you're out, which is rare, even pre-pandemic times, it was just so rare that I'm out, out. Uh, so that would be the only time it would be later. But let's just say on average, I go to bed about 10 and I like a good nine hours of sleep. So I'm waking up between seven and 11, or excuse me, seven and eight. And that was my life. So to flip that on its head and to be going to bed at eight or 9 a.m. and then waking up at five or six PM every day. And you can't swap that clock. It's just so weird. If you try to swap it, you feel like your brain is melting. Um, and that was my life. And over the course of three years time, I could feel my light, my inner light dimming and dimming and dimming because I wasn't seeing sunshine and it just was super unhealthy for me. It's unhealthy for most in general. However, as hard as that was, and as much as it grew me, I wouldn't change it for anything. I would never repeat it, but I'm so grateful for it because how that got me to think next level was I had to get so resourceful to get out of that because I was breaking records at that network and sales in those overnight hours. So think about it as an organization, why in the world would you ever move someone out of the overnights that is performing two to three times the goal, right? The quota, because we would have sales goals and move them into a daytime hour when you've never had anyone be able to generate those kinds of sales, much less break all those records and basically sell as much in the overnight hours as people were in the primetime evening hours. So it was their prerogative. And so there was all this talk of like, oh, we're going to give you your own, you know, branded show. We're going to make it so much fun. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, the writing was on the wall. I've done so well with my role here. And they pay me very well, by the way. It was an incredible package that in order for me to leave, like you'd have to really, really, really be clear about what the next level of you looks like. And it required me to trust that I could create the life of my dreams, that I could leave Florida, move back home to LA, that I could generate revenue and income for myself. Back then I called it income. I didn't know about revenue yet for myself as a business owner because I hadn't done it yet. But I was doing some one-on-one -on -one consulting for clients that were on the shopping networks. But I had this one year very strict non-compete. I was disallowed to be on air in any capacity in the States for 12 months. And so just looking at all those obstacles and knowing that I had learned an incredible skill that I clearly was pretty good at, 
but I couldn't really utilize to my full potential. And I certainly couldn't go on air and get a role on TV. It took time. But over time, as many of you know the story, it did. Then I landed my dream job, my dream job on Extra. So you look at all that and where it ultimately went, which I would have never guessed, but inside of my thinking for me to get to the next level as I was contemplating leaving, which nobody would do, you know, like with that kind of a role and those kind of promises and and how well they took care of you and the whole thing. And it wasn't a bad gig. I still say to this day, if I had worked at uh, HSN during daytime hours and never had to be in the overnights, I don't know if I would have left when I left because the, the job was fun, but the overnights just almost crushed my spirit. So in order for me to leave and think next level, I had to trust and I had to befriend the next thing, which I want to share. So first step is to trust, right? And you can look back on your life like, wow, even the hardest things grew me on some level. So where can I trust even in this moment that as hard as this is, or as scary as this might feel, or as overwhelming as it might be, I know I'm going to get through it. I know I will get through it because I've gotten through everything else in the past that was this hard or harder. And if I can get through that, man, I can get through this. I can get through anything. And that's the beautiful thing about getting older and wiser is we can look back, right, with the benefit of hindsight being 2020. Like, man, even this pandemic, where have you grown? And I don't just mean waistband. (laughs) I mean, literally, what have you had to call on as an inner resource to calm the nerves and the anxiety and the stress and the fear? We all had to call on the deepest parts of ourselves and we were shown who we truly are when we're not as resourceful and we're up against our edges. For some of us, it was just cracking all over the place. For others, we truly shine like the diamonds who can handle that pressure. And I was sort of in and out, in and out, in and out. But when I would get conscious to that first step of trust, and oftentimes it would come just the silent little voice of just trust. But the next step, in my opinion, is making friends with uncertainty. So Tony Robbins, my ultimate mentor, talks about the six human needs, no matter where you are in the world and what your socioeconomic status is. There's six human needs that every single person on the planet must have. And when you can meet all six of these needs, either yourself or through friends and business partners and, you know, family members, et cetera, man, you are thriving and living a truly fulfilling and dynamic life. So the six human needs and in order of how spiritual they are, like how soul enriching they are, I'll just give them to you from least to best and most aligned. So it would be significance, wanting to matter, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, like wanting to feel worthy and to know for sure that you are in fact enough. It's a need. And sometimes it works for us and sometimes sometimes it works against us. The next is certainty, staying in jobs, right? What I just mentioned, because it's safe or marriages or friendships or towns or houses or whatever, because it's safe and it's secure and it gives you this sense of you're going to be okay. And anything outside that just could be terrifying. And so many people live under those first two needs and never really break out of their comfort zone and make friends with all of the other needs in a way that's truly enriching. So those are the first two. Then you have a need for variety or uncertainty, right? And I love what one of my soul angels said recently. 
on an Instagram post. And she said, this is Amanda Robbins, by the way, she's married to Jarek Robbins, who was my business mentor all of last year, son of Tony Robbins. And they're just such a beautiful puppy, uh, couple. I was going to say puppy and couple because she, she has such a puppy heart. But one of her stories was the need for certainty is the greatest disease the mind faces. So if you really want to take your thinking to the next level, make friends with uncertainty. It is the power of it all. But yet, of course, I mean, in order to be in the midst of uncertainty, which is where entrepreneurship is, by the way, and a truly fulfilling life, you've got to have trust. You've got to have faith. So that's uncertainty, but we need that variety. It's the spice of life. And it's like, where is that paradox of like having faith, knowing that all is going to be okay and work out for your highest and best good, but like, I don't know how, right? Let the hell be the wow. As one of my spiritual mentors, Reverend Michael Beckwith would say. So those are the first three needs. Now we're going to start to ascend up the spiritual ladder. Then we go into growth. So I definitely have a top need for growth, always learning, always growing, always developing, always doing the inner work necessary, uh, which is basically what last week's podcast was all about. It was the truth about life and business growth is all an inside job. And it just is. So that's growth. And then we move into love and connection. And those are really important. And in that order, not connection and love, which most of us have, or not just love or not just connection, love and connection. You know, where we truly open our hearts, let others end and we give to others as well. So we receive as much as we give. And then the, I think it's the top spiritual need. Um, although sometimes it shifts, I think, uh, just depending on who Tony is teaching, it seems, but there is contribution. And so, you know, his premise is the secret to, to living is in the giving. And I know that when I was waking up to my, my own infinite potential and to the purpose for myself and this life on, you know, in this, in this time, it was at Tony state with destiny in late 2017. And it was all around that I was supposed to give back. I was supposed to serve. I was supposed to, you know, help even one person wake up to their infinite potential. And I didn't know where or how to do any of it. So I was truly in the trusting and in the unknown. And that's what took my life to the next level. Those two factors. First, I surrendered. I trusted wholeheartedly, even though absolutely at times it felt so freaking terrifying. And I would ask myself, what the hell am I doing? I mean, even in my launches that I had earlier this year and I shared so candidly, there was one point where I called up a friend of mine who is a, a top, top coach for Tony Robbins. And I was like, hey, don't hold me to this. And I may change my mind tomorrow, but what does it take to get to the level of where you are as a coach? Because if I ever did have to get a job and boy, right now it feels like I might because I was so stressed and the launch was going sideways and we were in free fall and I allowed all that fear to override me completely because I had absolutely no faith. I was certain that I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. I'd have to cut my team members loose and I was going backwards. I mean, it's just, it felt so intense, so dark. I was just stressed out to the max. And I was seriously thinking of like how I could join the coaches Academy within Tony, the Tony Robbins organization and how quickly could I get to the top of the coaching game? And it was like, okay, it's probably going to be 18 months. But I also found out that you have to cut off all other coaching connections. Like you couldn't have private clients. You couldn't have a website or be talking about it on social media. You had to be all in if they were going to take the time to coach you and to groom you and to build you up. Right. Cause you're going to be learning from the best. Well, within, you know, literally 12 hours, I was off that thought and I was like, no, you're going to be fine. And of course, now that you've heard the story from last week, if you did, 
our launch, that particular launch that I was in free fall on, earned more revenue by 40% than our three launches of the same program. It was for the Podcast Accelerator combined from last year. So we had one launch that was uh, way above and beyond all of the revenue from last year combined by, again, by almost 40%. It was incredible. But those first few days of the cart being open, I did not know it was going to go that way. I had absolutely zero faith and I was not trusting. I was not surrendering. And FYI, those messages were coming through. See, my spirit guides are always guiding me and I'm so divinely led and I'm so grateful for that. But did I listen? Nope. I was so tightly wound up, so up against my edges that I didn't have enough spaciousness and quiet in my mind for me to listen to the gifts of my angels and my guides saying, trust, everything is going to be okay. I couldn't receive that because I was too wound up. That's what I meant by my barometers. Do I feel expansive and free and I'm, I'm clean enough and clear enough to receive? Or am I so tightly wound that I'm giving meaning and making up stories to virtually everything, including this is the end of my coaching game? I knew it was a fluke. And who did I think I was to think that I could grow my business, especially in these times when so many people are suffering? So I was buying into that low vibe, energetic state. And then, of course, I compromised it even more by eating like shit, you know, and all the things. So you can see how they're all interconnected. But if you want to know how the next level of you thinks, you got to start with your mind. Of course, I'll always reel it back to what's happening within your body, within your actual physical state that allows for your mind to think clearly. So you got to get there, too. But the truth is, is that once you have surrendered and then you're trusting then, you know, you're able to take it to the next level and take action and make friends with uncertainty. And that is a beautiful dance that is so powerful. And when you can learn to be there and trust yourself in those moments, man, you could do anything. It's an unstoppable mindset and it will be a quantum game changer for you. If you can stay energetically neutral on all the things that would have normally or previously scared the, the F out of you, right? So how do you think differently? Well, I want you to envision yourself right now. Let's say you do want to start your own business. And many of you I know have a nudge to start a podcast or to be a coach or a trainer in some field of expertise. You might not know exactly how it unfolds. Like for example, we did a survey after our podcast accelerator. And while we had many, 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 many people join the program, we also wanted to know outside the financial investment, What was the number one reason why you didn't join? And the overriding theme was, I really want to start a podcast. I know I, I, I I should start a podcast. I'm inspired to start a podcast, but I don't know exactly what I would talk about. And it's just such a shame that that is what happens to the mind. It's all ego hijacking, by the way, because the truth is, is that the action breeds the clarity. When you hop on the mic, not knowing and embracing the unknown, the uncertainty, which by the way, will make you feel more alive than anything. That is how you break through those fears. And then the more that you do it and the more that can, the, the more consistent that you are with befriending the unknown and doing it regardless of the fear, right? Leaping in the net will appear, so to speak, the better that you get, the more clarity that you get and the more downloads that you will receive because you're now fully aligned. 
And so that's what I love about it. But let's say that you're considering starting a podcast or starting your own business, whether it's online or brick and mortar or whatever it is, or leaving that marriage or dropping the 40, 50 pounds, whatever it is, my friend, right? So I want you to envision yourself having taken that action for a good year to 18 months out. What does it feel like? Close your eyes right now. And I want you to envision her, envision him. What does it feel like? You probably feel so goddamn proud of yourself, so confident, so empowered. Like I did that. I leapt that tall building in one single bound. I did that. It may look like that now as I reflect back, but every day it was just baby steps, baby steps of bravery one at a time. I felt the fear and I did it anyway. All these cliches that sound so trite are so powerfully effective when we actually take them on and honor them, right? I let go of what others might think. You want you want to tap into next level thinking? You have to be willing to let go of what others might think. And FYI, there is not a single soul out there on the planet who's doing what you want to be doing or more and judging you. It's only those who are doing less that would ever criticize you or judge you or give you that side eye or make a little comment. That I can promise you is truth. And I really, really hope you can hear that. But so what does it take? How are you thinking? You know what you're thinking? Just do it. Do it. You're going to be so happy that you did. Don't overthink it. Don't worry about what others may or may not think, which by the way, no one's going to think about you any worse than the story and the meaning that you give it with yourself in your own mind, right? And it's action. It's like taking that inspired action, moving forward on the big dream, not having it all figured out, trusting in the process. That is what it takes to get to the next level, my friends. And then, of course, once you're doing that for a while, then, of course, you're going to want to scale and you're going to want to build and you want to grow even more. And that's that's a whole next level, which requires sometimes building a team or hiring trainers and experts to really hone in on the areas of growth where you need it most, right? And you need to like hire a role model or a mentor to get you further, faster down the road of whatever that ultimate outcome is. But inside that even, next level, still the same. Surrendering, trusting the process, asking for help, befriending the uncertainty, right? Letting go of what others may think and especially yourself, trusting that process. Oh my gosh, it never goes away. This stuff all sounds so simple, my friends, but the level of confidence that you will cultivate within yourself when you actually do these things versus just say these things or my favorite, yeah, 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 I know. I know all about that. I know, and so did I. And yet I still got caught up in the trenches, in the depths of despair and darkness. I mean, my tunnel was deep and narrow to the point where I was like, it's all a fluke. I've lost it. Oh, let's be, let's be, let's face it. You never even had it to begin with. Who cares that you've done seven figures worth of coaching and training basically on your own and completely organically. You don't really have what it takes. You should go get a job and play it safe and have certainty that the bills will get paid and never trusting and surrendering that life can be truly on your own terms and that you can have time, money, freedom while also honoring that top human need by making a beautiful impact and contributing to gorgeous souls all around the world who need exactly what you have to offer, right? And you did that because you listened and you took action. You listened and you took inspired action despite all the fears all the feels and all of the imposter syndrome that wanted to run you at any given time. You thought next level 
And you have to do that before the oak tree exists, right? It's like the acorn has everything within it to be the beautiful, majestic oak tree. But yet when you look at that acorn, you're like, really? This little thing? Really? Not even that special. Kick it, right? Kick it in the dust. (laughs) And it's like, whoo, inherent within each and every one of us is this untapped, unlimited potential that comes down to, I believe this, what is the next level of you think like? First of all, quelling the noisy mind, surrendering, that's that, trusting in the process, trust, trust, having faith. By the way, that will also get you out of those first two lower level needs, lower vibe needs of significance and certainty. Now, don't get me wrong. As Tony teaches, we need those needs. Just don't let them be working you, work them, right? And then get into growth, love and connection and contribution as quickly as you can. And personally, I think some of my favorite friends, they are living with uncertainty at the top as well. They love it. It's high risk. That's entrepreneurship in general. But damn, is it high reward? It's just incredible. And once you tap into that and you have more faith in it, like hiring team members, outsourcing, running ads, ramping up your marketing and advertising, if you're a small business owner, launching the podcast, investing in yourself to get it done because the impact is so strong, it's pulling you forward. All of that requires faith. That's next level, my friends. Ooh, I hope you take this on. And if there was a nugget that stood out or you decided to take inspired action on something that you've been procrastinating on, which by the way, maybe you've heard me say it here before, procrastination is simply fear in disguise then I want to hear about it. Share it in an Instagram story or a Facebook story. Tag it, right? And if this message was at all valuable to you and you haven't yet, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars are obviously very deeply appreciated, but it truly does help us grow this community and uh, continue the movement and the mission that the podcast was the beginning of. It all started with the show and, and it's an honor to get back on the mic and share with you. And I always appreciate your time. So have a beautiful rest of your day, my friends. And by all means, start thinking next level now. What's one small but badass bold move that you can make today simply because you decided to rewire your brain and own your mindset. Love you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.